Welcome back to the Apple Cider Girls podcast. My name is Lauren. Hello, hello, and I'm Beatrice. And we are just in the happiest of happy moods today. <laughs> Why did I do that? Mantris. Because you're happy. Uh-huh, uh-huh. We're both feeling great. It's been, it's been a week. It, you know, I was thinking about it the other day, not the other day, today. And I was like, this has been a week for me. Like, this has been a week of revelations, I would say, is what I'm categorizing it as. Wouldn't you agree? You did have a lot of breakthroughs this week. Yeah, I had a lot of, like, individual breakthroughs and breakthroughs with you. Uh-huh. Yeah. So that's been interesting. It's been, it's been, like been interesting, overall, though. Yeah. It's been overall positive. I had, I had a day... No, I haven't had any really bad days. No, that was last week. Yeah, so this has been a happy week, and I'm, like, I woke up this morning, like, just so happy to be alive. I don't, like, know what happened, but, like, I I woke up at 5.15 because I had, I needed to start working at, like, 7 because I had stuff to do. Oh, you actually did wake up that early? Yeah, I, I woke up, and I, like, just, my eyes opened, and I was, like, oh, I just feel, like, the happiness of the day already, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So how are you? <laughs> I don't oh, think wait, I, I felt that today when I woke up, but you know, yeah, um, I get that sometimes, I suppose. Yeah. Wait, I have one more thing to share before I, before I ask how you are, just while we're on my life update, you know, I, yeah. <laughs> I've been, I just need to share with the people. I'm just proud of myself because I've been spicing up my, my kale. Oh bowl. yes. Yes. So basically since I've been in DC for lunch every day, I've just been making a bowl of steamed kale with like lemon juice and salt. Delicious. And it's a little bit sad. Like it, it doesn't taste that good, but I just like have this thing where I'm like, I, I have to like make sure I'm eating enough vegetables. <laughs> so I was like, no, if I just eat I a bowl that. of kale, if I eat a bowl of kale for lunch every day, then like I know I'm at least getting a bowl of vegetables, like no matter what I have for dinner or whatever. So I've been doing that. But this week I bought a sweet potato and some brown rice and some hummus. And I've been mixing up some brown rice and some sweet potato into my chef kale. Chef Stewie in the house. And I am Chef Stewie. And I just feel, I feel great. You know, I feel energized. That actually sounds really delicious. It's been really great. Much better than just a bowl of steamed plain kale. I think I'm better than that. Oh, oh um, <laughs> uh, no, there's a lot of things that could be worse. <laughs> <laughs> How are you, Beatrice? Um, this week has been interesting, guys, because I think this was my spring break week. And so I don't, this is the first week where I, well, I don't have class on Friday this week. Um, most yeah. NYU students, I think, don't have classes on Fridays, but since I'm in a language and then I also have a recitation on Fridays, I normally have that. But this week, I don't have that. And then also, I didn't have a midterm this week for in like the first time in like three weeks, four weeks. I don't even know. But so I kind of just took it upon myself to kind of go a little easier on the school. But I'm focusing on myself. Like I made a list of daily goals this weekend and I've been doing like a pretty good job at keeping them like like. The biggest one for me is no phone 30 minutes before bed and like silence for at least 15 minutes because I'm just like the type of person that like as soon as I wake up, I go turn over, get my phone, start go scrolling on it. And then I'm, I do that like until I like feel sleepy. And then it just like has not been good for me, I feel like. And my screen time makes me sad. It's last week, I'm pretty sure it was eight hours average a day. 
Like wow. that's really not okay. <laughs> and so I've been doing like stretches every night. For, so that's like starts my no phone time. And then I've been journaling every day slash like, actually, no, it's really just journaling every day up until the sleep time. But it's been, it's been very good for me, I feel like. And I've been eating more vegetables. I'm following Lauren's lead. So it's been good. And I had my first interview today or like in a long time. And I think this is actually my first like formal interview for something ever. Cause when I got my job before it was just like a really relaxed interview with my old like swim coach. And so today it was, it was a little nerve wracking, but so I'm still riding that adrenaline, but I'm very excited for the pod today. Yay. I'm happy that you're doing well. Oh, that's so yeah. but I really and am I, happy. And I am happy that you are doing well as well. <laughs> I really am happy for you. I don't know why I sounded like that. Um, yeah. Also, I went probably, how many hours did we go without speaking? Over 12. Yeah, I, I, well, I feel like most nights we do go to at least 12 hours, don't we? Yeah, I guess so. It felt really long because I didn't call you first thing this morning and I was like, oh. <laughs> Actually, we have this week, we've been doing a lot of like calling like right as I wake up, like you call me. Yeah, it's my favorite thing. Yeah, I'm like really to sleepy. call Beatrice when he, when she first wakes up and see like her puffy face just like, and she's just and so And my sleepy. eyes are tiny. It's the funniest thing I've ever seen. And it just like gives me such a good laugh. Well, I was trying to remember yesterday when you called me, I'm pretty sure it was on Tuesday when you called me and it was like immediately as like and I like literally like rolled over grabbed my phone and then I like answered and like you were you like like you were calling me and it was like right as I was like rising from my dream so then like I literally like I feel like I literally reached over and I grabbed it and I just like was like hi and I but I was still like sitting up and like my hair was in my face and I was just like hi I laughed for like two solid minutes like it was just too good. I it, like it was kind of scary to me when she said that she had literally just woken up because I really think that I like sensed it. Like, and then I was concerned that we're too close because like I thought about calling her 20 minutes before and I was like, no, she's still asleep. And then 20 minutes later, I was like, I feel like she's probably awake now. And then I called and she was like, oh, I literally just woke up. I was like, yeah, I just knew that for some reason. Yeah, no, like it was like, because I went through like I like did like my little like rise and then like I like I looked at my watch and it was like 10 22 and I was like oh I'll just close my eyes but like I was still like in like that weird state and then my watch started vibrating because you were calling and my mm -hmm. phone was vibrating too and so then I but I knew it wasn't like I knew it wasn't my alarm because it wasn't sounding so I was like yeah so then I just like I just like answered yeah yeah anyway but anyways um well, this is going to be a good episode. I'm personally excited about this episode. One, we're going to talk about the Grammys because they happen, they're like a week old by the time you're listening to this, but it's like, we need to discuss because- Yeah, like we can't not discuss. It's a, it's a big day for music, for, for our taste specifically, you know what I mean? And as yeah. just pop culture people, we just, we got to discuss. Plus, I mean, Taylor Swift performed, so how can we not talk about it? Secondly- then we're going to talk about, we thought we've been wanting to do this, like this has been an idea on the list for a while and we thought that it would tie nicely into the Grammys recap because it's like yeah. about music. So we're going to discuss mm -hmm. our top albums of all time or our top albums of all time 
and then our top albums currently. I needed to add in the current because for me specifically, oh my God, Kristen FaceTimes me pretty much every time we do the podcast. I'm declining you, Kristen, sorry. Um, But for the, oh, for the current, ones well okay my my music taste has has been evolving as of recent pretty much thanks solely to my friend Karsten oh no I've always just loved Taylor yeah yeah yeah, yeah. no no no. I'm talking about like my Karsten yeah shout out to Karsten truly I've just always been the kind of person who was like I cannot listen to music for cool people you know but here I am now I just listen to cool people music (laughs) like not really oh my gosh yeah I I don't know like (laughs) It's not that cool, but it's, like, cooler than most things I listen to, I think. Actually, I think they're pretty cool, because they're kind of, like, they're, like, they're, like, new pop. Yeah, like, a little edgy, you know? Anyways, I feel cool. Okay, I wouldn't say edgy, but, you know. Not edgy. I don't know. We'll get that to you. We'll get that to you. I feel cool. (laughs) So, yeah, that's our plan. I also am horrible at like I, I couldn't, we were going to try to keep it to top 10 and I, li- I like actually can't do it. I have like 15 of all time and eight honorable mentions. Like, I was I like can't. struggling. I was struggling. I don't know. I think that, okay. I think we also need to preface the current before, like we're going to talk about the great whispers anyway, but the current it's like stuff like in the last year, like yeah. that I've listened to because yeah, we'll get into that more when we go into the yeah. Albums. But we'll, let's talk about the Grammys. Let's first. talk about the Grammys. I'm 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 Beatrice is going to lead the Grammys conversation because I just happen I forget everything except for Taylor. I I can't forget her. Also, I listen to her or I watch her performance four times a day since. <laughs> um. Okay. So starts out and it's Trevor Noah outside. Okay, it's an outdoors thing we're doing this year. I mean, yeah, it's COVID, but then. Also, it was a big question beforehand, like, is this going to be live performances or are they going to be pre-recorded like the AMAs? Like, we had no idea. But so if you I'm didn't setting, watch. Sorry, I'm setting an eight minute timer and we're keeping this to eight minutes, Beatrice, because we, <laughs> we can't. We're keeping the entire Grammys conversation to eight minutes. No, you need Ten. at least 15 minutes. 15. 15. 12. Okay. Okay. Started. Well, now started. started now? Okay. okay. Yep. Get going. So, okay. So. <laughs> It's casual. Trevor Noah's outside. I like wh- what is the setup? I mean, COVID times for sure. And That's then we weird. go in and it's it we lead to like this room of like in I'm gonna give a recap and then we can go back and give thoughts. Okay. 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 Uh, and so then um and just kind of the things that I remember. I don't really remember. Um and it's Harry Styles, Billie Eilish. I feel like Hi Hi is already there. Hey. And it's Haim. No. No, it's Haim. They said it themselves. No, like I know it is, but I just don't really like them. <laughs> um, and then um, there are some other people, and I feel like Post Malone was also inside. Anyway, we go directly into Harry Styles' performance, Watermelon Sugar. Incredible. Why is that man the most beautiful man I've seen in my entire life? No, it's, it's a mystery it's of the like, world. It's, it's a mystery painful. of the world. It's a mystery of the world. Like, how does he do it? I don't understand. Like, actually, literally, how? Like, literally, every every time I see him, it's, like, more exciting than the last like, time. It's like, how did you get more attractive? I don't how? understand how a man with that receding in my hairline can be actually so attractive. Like, no, it was, like, the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. And, like, Watermelon Sugar sounded so good. And, like, I honestly, like, was tearing up because I hadn't seen him, like, a video <laughs> of him, like, perform since, like... SNL and that was just like it just was really it changed my life 
No, it was really, but like it was just, it brought me back to like like um like honestly winter of 2019, which is just insane. No, and it's been his a while. Book sounded different. The boa is obviously iconic. Um and then we go into I think well, the, wait, I have one more I, thing to say. Oh. I I liked watermelon sugar. Like I, I like that song, obviously, but I'm just kind of like eh, over it a little bit. Like I do wish he had sung like golden or something, but I'll take it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't really know. I would have liked Fallen. Falling. Oh yeah, that would have been good too. But, but I feel they like need to he, open he the Grammys. So many, and he has so many live performances of that one, I feel. And Watermelon Sugar is the one that was like Yeah, usually they do the one that was nominated, which I understand. But and it was, so then it was, we go it to was amazing. Sing yeah and I'll watch oh it. yeah he, yeah exactly <laughs> and then we go into billy and yeah i didn't really it was just like her normal self and then i'm not a billy oh and then i think we go into best new artist immediately i think and then it was megan the stallion right the and then person on the face yeah mm-hmm. we'll get into that and then <laughs> i can't remember all the performances i feel like bruno mars and anderson pock came in which bruno mars is a short king like he I don't know like the energy he gives off is just so fun like I honestly just want to be around him like I don't know what it is and he went from that like super like soulful jazz performance to then doing like like kind of like a funky performance which I he was like wearing vans I was like okay okay Bruno Mars no Bruno Mars Bruno Mars is really talented like he is underrated music his songs are like not my favorite songs of all time, but like anytime they come on, like I just want to dance. And he's so good at performing live. He's such a good performer, like such a good he's performer. Really good. And then we have um, Dua Lipa, which she's not my favorite like artist, but I think her performing skills has gotten a lot better because I feel like before people would make fun of her dancing. Like there was a tweet that was like people literally bullied Dua Lipa into becoming a good performer. She's <laughs> really good. Hers was very very good. I thought. Yeah. Oh, and then we have Roddy Rich's, um, was it rock, rock star? Okay, I need to actually the talk choir, about that. What was the theme of the choir? Like, what was the choir theme? I don't know. On, on the screen because we I have love a choir. Roddy Rich, I think Megan, when she did Savage, it was also choir. Yeah. And then also Post Malone. Post Malone. Okay, but was it Roddy Rich that did the one with the old lady choir? Yeah. When yeah. I tell you, I haven't laughed that hard in a long time. And like, it takes... Like I laughed pretty like hard. Fully shocked. Like, that I was laughed. the production of the performance. Yeah, like I laughed pretty hard, like at least once a day, I would say. And I haven't <laughs> laughed that hard in like a long time. Like that when I saw like the 70-year-old women like bopping around, like singing in the choir, like so seriously to this like rap <laughs> song. I thought it was the funniest thing I'd ever seen in my entire life. But also like it was a really good performance. Like oh, yeah. I, I haven't actually, like surprisingly, apparently that's like a big song. I'm not on TikTok yeah. though. I've never heard yeah, that song. Yeah, it was, it was a big TikTok song. But I was like, wow. I mean, it's like not a song I would ever listen to again, but I liked it live. Yeah. I liked it too. Um, and then, okay. Um, I guess I think the, what, well, how are we going to do this? Okay. Before Taylor. Yeah. So we talked, well, I can't even remember who else performed. We got- okay. Post Malone performed. Post Malone performed. I, it was good. I thought, I thought he didn't even perform. I can't remember. Hollywood's Bleeding, is that the name of it? Oh, that was the name of his album. I don't, I think that that was the, yeah, because that was the name of I actually really enjoyed it. Like, I thought he did really well. I'm not like a huge Post Malone girl, just because like, I don't listen to his music, but I like his performances. He also just seems like such a nice guy. Like, he's in the audience and always just like Mm -hmm. laughing and like having a good time. I'm like, good Mm -hmm. for you. Okay, so I think that 
the last thing oh also okay just like grammy wise the weird intro music where it's like the when before they talked about the nominees and it's like some intense strings and like yeah. it sounded like game of thrones like it was so yeah weird. it was so intense it was just but i kind of loved it i thought it was me funny. too it reminded me of the crown i don't yeah. know but okay so i think that before we got into taylor which we are going to mention we have to i'm just going to preface it's we have to talk about the performance we have to talk about the grammy win and then we also have to talk about the harry and taylor interaction we have oh, yeah. to talk about megan and cardi b okay this is a um this is a point of uh difference between lauren and i um so car so we had um a we had a big performance of Megan Thee Stallion doing Savage and then Cardi B goes into, I feel like the song is up, I'm not 100% sure, and then they go into WAP. And so, how do we do this? Do we just say each of our opinions on it? You say your opinions. I think your opinion speaks for most of the people listening and mine's a little Okay, so I don't, I don't really listen to them. I mean, obviously I know like Savage and WAP and I, I think that they're good performers. I think that I was shocked definitely at like the dancing of Cardi B specifically because I feel like that was like she was definitely connecting into her stripper roots for that one um but um I mean I just think Megan's really talented like the way I don't really know and she's really pretty like she's really pretty and I don't know it was just it was kind of iconic and I feel like well my thing is like I'm not comfortable with my body, but I feel like they're like at a point where they're very comfortable with their bodies. And so I'm like, wow, like go off. Like you did that. And so yeah. yeah. Also, there was a there's a tweet where, so I don't know if you saw the thing where um it was like where they like intertwined their legs and then like yeah, and I like saw. Megan went over <laughs> and then Cardi B said she flipped me so hard I almost farted. Oh my gosh. <laughs> like I just can't. I really can't. Um, for me, I was just like shocked. Like I was just so shocked (laughs) and like a little bit upset that I had to witness such a thing. (laughs) Like, I just like, I don't know. Like, if you know me, you just know how I am. And like, for me, it's just like, I, you can do whatever you want. Like truly, I believe that. But like for it, I was just really shocked that something to that like caliber of I don't even know what to call it. It's like like inappropriateness, honestly. For like it was on TV, like on network television. the Grammys. Like it was yeah. Like not even like but like not even just network television, like the Grammys. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like so many people like watch that across the nation. And it's like you think you're just watching to just watch performers perform. And then yeah. like that comes on. So it's like you it's like you can still choose to like walk away and not watch it. And like I understand that and blah blah blah. I just think like it's one thing to like do that and like the people who are sitting like know that they're going to watch that if that makes sense Uh like if it's somewhere else it's like you sign up to watch that but if it's just Uh like broadcasted to everyone on the Grammys I was just shocked that it was that it was included yeah to be honest but I don't know I mean that's just like my opinion and how I am I think they're both well Cardi B I don't think is that talented I don't know like I don't really understand like I don't I also like don't I'm just like not into rap music at all so like I don't I don't really understand but Megan Thee Stallion is like they're both good at dancing I guess yeah I don't know it's also like I'm just such a lyrics person and like I can't Uh I, I like I don't and I can't relate to their lyrics like literally in any way 
Mm-hmm. So, and like, I don't think I ever will. <laughs> so like, I just don't, yeah. it's not for me. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just not but for you. people can do whatever they want, I guess. Yeah. So yeah, that's my opinion on that. Yeah. So, but now to the exciting part. Yeah. It was now, shocking. To the greatest part of my evening. I like truly, when I tell you my heart was so happy, my heart was so happy. <laughs> okay. So this can- oh wait also last side note bts they were performing in south korea but it looked like literally at the staple center like oh. i don't know how they did that weird yeah um but i didn't i didn't watch that that's why i didn't give like a reaction <laughs> oh watch. oh yeah it well they like literally looked like they were performing in like the building but oh, then that's weird yeah they like recreated the set there because they couldn't come to america or whatever Interesting. but um Okay, yeah. So Taylor Swift. I mean, do you want to give the breakdown of this one? Because you, yeah. I feel like you have a greater knowledge. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So first, Taylor. Well, Beatrice before the Grammys was like, you need to prepare for Taylor not to win all of the Grammys. And I was like, okay, well, I can't prepare because like, there's no such world in which she doesn't win every. Single I actually thought that Megan before. was gonna sweep everything, but she didn't, which I was surprised about. Like, if she was she nominated for Album of the Year? No, because I don't think she had an album. Okay, because I was going to say, like, if she, like, the fact that she beat Taylor at all is, like, so wrong on so many levels to me, but that's just, I I understand that I have, like, a problem where I'm just, like, overly obsessed with Taylor, but it's, like, you can't tell me that, you can't compare Cardigan to Savage and tell me Cardigan is not better, but that's, that's just my opinion. Okay, so. I don't think, did Savage would, oh, yeah, 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 collab. Anyways. Um, It didn't, because it was Exile, I think. That was nominated for that. Still, I, I don't yeah. care what it was. Like, it's just, it's just better, like objectively, but whatever. So anyway, so she, so the first thing that we got from her is, was a performance. Okay. So she, it, like, I can't even like, I can't even talk about it without like just getting worked up. Like it was so good, like so good. And like, I know that I came on here hoping for my tears ricochet, but like what we got was I don't know if it was bet like I would have loved like a piano of my tears ricochet and then oh our timer is going off but that's fine I'm I have to talk about Taylor okay so I I wanted a piano version of my tears ricochet and then I wanted like Jack Antonoff to like come in on the drums like yeah. <laughs> like later and it just would have like made my heart swell but like what we got was also beautiful like she just created like the world of folklore and evermore on the stage she starts like mm-hmm. laying on the house which i think was meant to resemble the long pond studios but then i saw some people saying it was the ivy house also so i don't know what it the was the ivy house like i the thought house it was the long pond studios yeah i think it was but it also really closely resembled the house have you seen the lyric video for ivy probably not no i mean there's I a house it. It and like, then there's a lyric the moss what's well, it's i mean ivy is about like like the house being covered in ivy uh, and then it's like you're gonna burn this house to the ground anyway. i'm realizing i literally don't remember I like know. the song ivy okay well i'll sing it for you later so then we <laughs> so she's she's laying on this house she starts singing cardigan and i'm I know she's nominated for Cardigan, so I thought there was like a pretty good chance that she was going to sing Cardigan. And I, Cardigan is actually like one of my favorite songs of folklore. I just, mm-hmm. I wanted her to sing something else because it's just, I feel like it's just like expected that she would sing Cardigan. So I, when she started singing Cardigan, I was, I was not upset by any means. Like I was so excited to see her performing, but I was a little bit like, oh, okay, she's just gonna do Cardigan. Then yeah. 
she sings she does the bridge of cardigan which is the best part which was just so exciting. i was very happy yeah then she gets up and and then you can tell well after she skipped from the first verse to the bridge like i knew she was gonna do another song so i was like oh yay we get yeah. a mashup like it won't be just cardigan then she gets which up, i would like to say i predicted mashup from day one beatrice did predict a mashup so good job beatrice um so then she gets up, walks behind the house, and then comes into the house where Aaron Dessner and Jack Antonoff, her two, like, collaborators on both albums. my kings. Like, literally, they're so good. I love Jack Antonoff so much. The love I have for Jack Antonoff is like, unreal. The music that that man creates is magical. Literally. Magical. Literally. It's too good. So anyway, so they're sitting there. Aaron's on the, on the piano, switches to his guitar. Jack is on his guitar, as per usual. Taylor comes in with her guitar. Also, Taylor's wearing, like, the most beautiful dress, like, this blue dress with, like, these gold... And dark blue dress with, like, gold foil accents. And her nails are gold. Like, she looked so good. And her hair looked good. It was, like, this long, flowy dress. Because her hair has been having, like, a weird, like, hair bang moment where her bangs are, like, wavy. And it just wasn't doing it. But she finally, like, kind of got it straightened out. She straightened the bangs. Figuratively. She looked so good. So anyway, so then she's, they start playing August, which like, okay, August, I will admit for a while, when Folklore first came out, August was actually one of my least favorites. And now I'm obsessed with August. Like right before, we've already talked to this, about this on another podcast, I feel, but I'm, I'm an August like lover. I, I love it so much. And the bridge, she did the bridge because she knows that we are here the for bridge the bridge. The bridge is like the best. You it know, so good. I, um, I, my thing with August is I was a fan and then I became not a fan and then I became a fan. Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> thank you for that story. So then so much so then, detail. So then she does August, they do um like the first the first verse, first the chorus, yeah. and then the bridge of August, which was just so happy. Like I'm and just grateful she gave us the bridges because her bridges too. are the, out of this world. Yes. And the fact that she did August, like August was not because so then she did Willow and like Cardigan and Willow are the singles off of Folklore and Evermore. I so thought were pretty expected. When she started doing August, I thought she was going to do Cardigan, Betty, and August. Or August, Cardigan, and August, Betty. then Betty. Yeah, because it's the trilogy. But she already did Betty at the ACM. So I feel like that's why she did Willow. Also, like Evermore wasn't, she's never done something live from Evermore. So I feel like that's probably why. Yeah. But anyway, but so when she started doing Willow, okay, Willow is probably middle of the pack for me on Evermore. Like if I was doing mm-hmm. rankings, it'd probably be like right in the middle. Like I really like it, but it's not my favorite on Evermore. So when she started doing that, I was like, okay. Then, so they all come out of the house. They're all kind of standing in front. They're kind of like- The walking like, of them leaving the house. I don't know why that, like yeah. I literally, the emotion that that drew from me. Same. Also just seeing Jack sitting though, just like yeah. strumming his guitar with so much emotion and vigor. I'm like- yeah. I love you, Jack Antonoff. Me too. He just, like, loves his life. Also, Aaron Dessner is, like, just seems like the sweetest human, like, just so happy to be Literally. Too. Like, I, I just love them. So then all three of them are, like, out in front of the house. Like, they walked out of the house to the front of the stage. And it's, like, there's, like, greenery going on mm-hmm. also. And then they also, once Willow starts, they start, like, the music video, like, little gold, like, mm-hmm. fairy, like, little twinklies. Yeah, it was insane. So good. So then... She starts singing Willow. She does like the first verse and the chorus of Willow. And then 
or no, she does the first verse of Willow. Then when she gets to the chorus of Willow, they start to, it starts, the music starts to build in a way that does not happen in the original of Willow that I am obsessed with. I am now obsessed with the song Willow in a way I've never been before. When that chorus started to build, they were like, the more that you say, the less I know. And then they're like, all like moving together, like, and they're just like really into it. I love, like my thing with songs, because Lauren, we've established Lauren's lyrics, I'm Melody. The melody is so important to me. And when a melody just builds, and like the beat builds it just that's like it's like key for like the dynamics of a song is very it's really important to me I agree though like I also love a build even though like lyrics are more important to me I love a build so mm-hmm. anyway I just thought like she also sounded so good like her voice is so good when she started seeing cardigan her voice sounded like perfect I like I'm obsessed with her it was it was so good I was so happy and like when I went back and watched it I was even happier because like when I first watched it it was like the shock of everything was just overwhelming like I couldn't really fully enjoy it and I was sitting with people I was watching with people here who just do not share the same appreciation for Taylor Swift and I was like really I don't think anyone really shares the same I know but like well some people do not not anyone here though and it was just upsetting so like I I was struggling so when I watched it on my own later I was just it was the happiest thing I've ever seen okay so that was the performance then we get to album of the year and when she won album of the year like I mean it's like it was so obvious and I'm actually not even it made me I'm not even upset that she didn't win the other Grammys because they're really folklore I know Cardigan was a single but folklore didn't have a single like Folklore, Folklore is a song, but yeah, like you can't really take, like it's like it, they all go together. Like that album, the way it just all flows together mm-hmm. is so perfect. Like you can't, and honestly, like even though Cardigan was a single, to me, it's like it's not my favorite song on the album. So it's like, yeah. and it's just weird. It's weird. If you listen to Cardigan, like it's an and that's experience. All you, it is like if you don't if you don't listen to Cardigan in the context of all the other songs, it doesn't it doesn't give you the same feeling and it doesn't make as much sense. So. The yeah. fact that she won album of the year, which I know is most important to her anyway, because she really cares about her albums as a whole. And like, I just, I was so happy for her and her speech was just so good. And she, she thanked Joe for like the first time ever, her boyfriend mm-hmm. who I'm obsessed with. And like, mm-hmm. it was so happy. And she, because he wrote a lot of the song, not a lot, but like some of the songs on some of the most iconic songs on folklore and evermore. And then she thanked, she thanked uh, James, Betty, and Inez, Blake Lively and Ryan Reynolds' children and their parents who are Blake Lively and Ryan Reynolds. Okay, so she, also though, she goes, Joe was like the first person she plays every song to. And then she said that Blake Lively and Ryan Reynolds are the second and third people. They're very that's close. That's just insane to me. I didn't I mean, like that could have been like not, maybe they're like the fourth and fifth, but like, I, I think she means <laughs> that she just plays them all of her songs like before they're out. Yeah. But anyway, true. I just, and her speech was so like, I just love her. I love her so much. She just sounded so happy and so grateful. And just, she looked so beautiful. The dress that she her was wearing dress was flowers. so pretty. Did you know oh she God, tore it? Shoes. Yeah. I was cracking <laughs> up. Like, I just, I love her so much. It had sunflowers on it. Like, I felt I know. so sweet. The flower, I like, so I really liked her mask. Yes. Yeah, and the mask, like, matched it perfectly. It was so, she just looked so beautiful, sounded so beautiful, looked so happy. She sounded so grateful and I like am so happy for her. I can't even express the level of happiness I have for her. I feel like she's like my friend that like won an award. Like I feel so happy. <laughs> okay, then like, I know I her. To... Yeah, literally. Then we have to move on to her. <laughs> We're so far over a lot of amount of time, whatever. So then we move on to 
so at the end, a clip was released later of Taylor Swift. So Harry Styles walks up to Taylor Swift's table and they have like a full minute and a half conversation. Yeah. And we couldn't hear the over that. No, and it was over that because they, they didn't include the part where yeah. Harry goes up. So we don't know who called out who, how it started. That's what I need to know. I, just, I need to know in case you live under a rock and you didn't know this. Taylor Swift and Harry Styles dated in the years of like 2012. In the red era. Red era. And like, like, like the entirety of him. Yeah, the entirety of 1989, an iconic album is about Harry Styles. And it's and like, like insane. So, and like, he was such a different person back then. And so was she. But like, he, like, I just want them to be friends. Like, they, like, that interaction was everything. Like, it was, it was a, so exciting there was a um there was like a tweet that was like a very reliable source says this is what the interaction was and it's taylor calling because harry also won his uh, grammy first ever grammy for harry styles he won um best pop vocal song i think yeah um for watermelon sugar i and think it was best pop vocal performance no I don't know. I don't. I really don't know the difference of whatever. Yeah, he, he won a Grammy though for whatever. And so, and uh, Taylor Swift was also up against him, and she was the first person to stand up and start clapping for him. She looked and, so happy for him. And so she goes, the the rely the very reliable source quote quote um said, Taylor goes, congratulations on your Grammy, and he comes up to her and says, I haven't stopped thinking about you ever, and she says, neither have I. And then they started dating again, which obviously is, if you did not pick it up, is fake. But it's, I don't it's know. So, like, it, like, okay, here's the thing. Joe, like, I love Taylor and Joe, and like, he is the one for her. I know he is. And yeah. like, I'm just so happy for them. And she just seems so much happier than she ever has before mm-hmm. with him. And so, I, like, I don't want anything to happen to them. But it's like, just the thought of Harry and Taylor potentially being together again. It's just like, it's overwhelming to think about. It would be so exciting. It would be so exciting. It would just be kind of insane. Like it, it would, would actually be insane. insane. They're also both like they've matured so much. Like I just feel like if Joe wasn't in the picture, it could happen, you know? I know. Or Olivia Wilde. Uh, yeah, but is that even- I'm really not a fan, guys, of Olivia Wilde and Harry Styles. I don't even like, think that's like really, I, that's not lasting. I wouldn't worry too much. But it's just, I, I feel, I would feel like that makes it worse. I feel like for Jason Sudeikis. Okay. Let, let, we, let, we've already talked about this. Let's, let's move on. We don't need to go back into this. It's a, Jason is fine. You're like really I concerned think about, about Jason Sudeikis. I think about this once a week, at least. Oh my gosh. Anyways, that was basically the Grammys. I just, Taylor Swift just deserves everything. Like, I, just I think so at this point. The people that didn't watch the Grammys basically watched the Grammys listening to this. Like, yeah, that was pretty thorough. It actually wasn't very thorough. Like, there are a lot of other things that happened, but and there are a lot of people that won. Oh, and they had like they had like the in memoriam and stuff. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Anyways, all right, let's move on to our albums. Okay, so the way we decided to structure this is we're each gonna go through our lists like in full, both like the current and all time, just so that. Because we're not, there's not a lot we can say about every single one of them, obviously. Yeah, so. we're just going to discuss the ones that we really feel like we want to discuss. And we're just, so each, and we're not going to go back and forth. Like, we're just going to each say our entire list, and then we'll figure out how to talk about them after. Like, I'm sure we both have things to say. Yeah. Do you want to go okay. first, Okay, I'll go first. I, I Yeah, because I think my preface also is, so I am not really, I'm the type of person where I listen to, like, 
if I, there's an album I really like, I'll just, that, that's the only thing I'll listen to for like a month and I'll just have that on repeat. But I think I'm more in a sense like that, but about like a collection of songs. Like I'll listen to like, like five to 10 songs on repeat for a month, like in a playlist and then I get tired and then I move on. So this was easy, but it actually was kind of hard for me because a lot of albums, it was like, and also albums to me, it's not like, it's weird. It's like they like they constitute my favorites because like if there's no skips, but also like I like albums more if like they just sound nice all together to me. Mm-hmm. So that's why and I I can't like necessarily name all the songs in the album, but they still made it. So we're okay. kind of opposite in that way because I'm very like I listen to an album over and over and that's all I listen to for like months. Yeah, and you'll know every song on that album. Yeah, and like and I like yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't like. I really don't listen to playlists. Like when I go to listen to music, I pick an album and then listen to the album. I like. I find songs like like on my Discover Weekly on like random like Spotify playlists, and then I'll put make a little playlist of my own, and then that'll be my like on repeat. Yeah. Um. Okay. So I think should I go through my current or my all time first? You choose this. I don't know. It's hard. I I was gonna do all time first, but okay. Okay. I'll save it all time first. And like some of these, I mean, I, I really, I'm not like super attached, but I just kind of like added them. Okay. I was so, gonna say, because they can, I feel like all time, like you don't have to still listen to them all the time now, but I feel like if you listen to like an album made an impact on your life for like three years and then now it isn't as much yeah. of your life, it's still like one of your all time favorites in my opinion. Yeah. Some of mine are like that. It's like, it's just like weird to say them on their all time favorites. Cause like, I don't know, like I honestly feel like a little embarrassed. Like it's like not like not embarrassed. It's just kind of like, I don't know. Like it's. I know what you also mean. like my because my music taste is so weird, but okay, okay. Beatrice so has a very time. eclectic music taste. Like I've always Beatrice has always been like my most like you I've always thought that you listen to like the widest range and most interesting music. Yeah. Yeah. But this is like, yeah, it's weird. Okay, okay. So and this album doesn't really show that. The, like that's what this list doesn't really show yeah. that because it's like but not specific look, songs. We're gonna but... do songs at some point too, and I feel like that will like showcase it. Yeah. Now. Yeah. Okay. So all time. Okay. I have multiply by Ed Sheeran. So good. And then I also did like an honorable mention of plus because there are like some songs on plus that are really good. And then the thrill of it all by Sam Smith, because that's my every winter time mm-hmm. album. Nation of two by Vance Joy. A great one. Folklore by Taylor Swift. Speak now by Taylor Swift. Atlas year one by sleeping at last. Fools by wild child. Melodrama by Lord, Highest Hope by Form for the Machine, Electra Heart by Marina, Hey Marina and the Diamonds, Midnight Memories by One Direction. <laughs> I almost put a One Direction album on there too, and then I did. <laughs> I was like, I have to. And yeah. then American English by Tor Miller and Strange Desire by Bleachers, which is Jack Antonoff's um, band. Okay, I don't know what you were worried about. That's like very, I feel like that categorizes you well because you like some a little bit more mainstream and some pretty like left field yeah yeah I agree I agree okay Okay. did you do your honorable do you have any honorable mentions or no well I mean like the bottom ones were kind of honorable mentions anyway okay so yeah okay for me it's like the problem is like all nine of Taylor's albums are literally in my top 10 of all time but actually (laughs) debut and I love fearless I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna have like a a moment with Fearless once Taylor's version comes out April 9th but at the moment I would probably say like debut album and Fearless are not in my top of all time literally all of her other albums are so I limited it to four in my top of all time and I'm pretty proud of that 
Uh-huh. But just know, like, they're all in there. Okay. Also, these aren't ranked for me. This is just a collective list. Okay. I tried to rank mine. I'm not going to say that this is a permanent ranking, but, okay, I have 15 in my top of all time that I narrowed it down to. Oh, wow. <laughs> so I'm pretty uh-huh. proud of it. Here's the thing about me, too. Throughout my, throughout my, mu- my musical journey, I am, like, very into worship music also, so that's, like, a whole oh, yeah. other thing. So I included some of those on here, too, because they really are my top of all time. Yeah. And anyways, I'm going to stop. I'm just going to go through them. Okay. Number one, Evermore, Taylor Swift. Number two, Reputation, Taylor Swift. Oh. I, Reputation is like the greatest album ever made besides Evermore. Okay. Number <laughs> three. <laughs> number three is the People album by Hillsong United. Mm-hmm. Uh, four is Folklore, Taylor Swift. Five is Run Wild, Live Free, Love Strong for King and Country. Wait, I just realized, sorry, this is literally a ranking thing, and I didn't even rank mine. It's okay. It should be the list. <laughs> yeah, I think that's fine. Okay, okay. Okay, number five is Run Wild, Live Free, Love Strong for King and Country. Mm-hmm. Um, number six is Atlas Year One, Sleeping at Last. Oh. Yeah, number seven is Live at Red Rocks, Volume One, United Pursuit. Okay. Number eight is 1989, Taylor Swift. Okay. Number number nine is Awake, Hillsong Worship. Number 10 is Native, uh, One Republic. <laughs> I knew that was going to make it. I knew that I was going to make it. Native. Number 11 is Melodrama, Lord. Number. Really? I didn't think that was going to make it there for you. Really? I love Melodrama. I know. I don't know why. I didn't think that at least. Okay. Yeah. Number 12 is The Greatest Showman Soundtrack. <laughs> <laughs> number 13 is Divide, Ed Sheeran. Number, Ooh. I, because that was one of my CDs I had. Like, I listened to oh, it yeah. so much for a while. Number 14, the, you're going to be a little shook at this one. Number 14 is uh, Viva La Vida or Death and All His Friends. Coldplay. Stop. No, it's yeah. not. It is. It is. That song, like, defined my, my like, child, like, from ages, like, 8 to 14. Like, because my dad would play that all the time in the car. Oh. That was, like, the only, like, actual album that I knew, like, in full yeah. album. And then 15 is Cleopatra, the Lumineers. Yeah. Wait, was Folklore on there? Yeah, number four. Oh, okay, okay. I thought I missed it. Wait, huh? Okay, so those are my top 15. Then honorable mentions that I have to include. And I'm going to explain some of these (laughs) because they need explanation. Okay, one is Hard Love by Need to Breathe, which I don't need to explain. It's just, it's, I really like it. I don't really listen to it a lot anymore, but for probably like a year of my life, like it was, I really love that. And I just love Need yeah. to Breathe in general. So I needed one of their albums. Number two is uh, Christmas Live from Phoenix by For King and Country. The For King and Country Christmas album is like- Is that the one with Baby Boy? Yeah. Yeah, iconic. And Into the Silent Night. Like I just, at Christmas time and like actually some of those songs I listen to year round, like I just think it's the best Christmas album. It's like, it's- it's like a Christian Christmas album too, which oh uh, yeah, just happy for me. Number three is um like Laney by Laney. <laughs> I love that album. <laughs> I had it as a CD and I love it. Oh my god, that one didn't make my all time either because it was like I don't listen to it that much anymore. Some of the songs I do still listen to a lot, but it's also it has a lot of skips for me. But probably half yeah. the songs I really love. Yeah. Four is Let There Be Light, Hillsong Worship. That doesn't really need explanation. That's just like my other favorite Hillsong Worship. Um. Okay, five is Heroes in Heaven, Elevation Worship, just one of my favorite worship albums. Uh, six is the High School Musical 2 soundtrack. Uh, <laughs> I'm obsessed. I love those songs. It didn't make the all-time list because, like, 
I don't, I have to be in a very specific mood to listen to High School Musical. I mean, I'll listen to it anytime, yeah. but like, I don't listen to High School Musical all the time. Seven is 25 by Adele. Okay. Album. And then eight is, okay, eight is Bread 2 by Jerry Zucker and Chelsea Cutler. I couldn't include it in my all-time. I just like really feel as though it's going to make my all-time someday, but it's just so oh new that I can't put it there right dead. now. But Beatrice, yeah. like I'm telling you, like all the, the thing is like, it can't have skips because there's only five songs and like it could, yeah. but they're all such good songs. And like parent songs specifically has actually changed my life in a way that I can't even Gosh. explain. It's one of my favorite songs of all time. And I listen to it all the time and it makes me cry almost every time. And I relate to it so much. Like it, it does something to me in a way I can't explain, but all of the songs on that are just- I actually do have some honorable mentions, but they're like old. Okay, tell me. So okay. that's all of my top, that's my top and my honorable mentions for all time. These are like weird. These are like, for, like, cause you said formative childhood memory. So like I had to, so Doo-Wops and Hooligans by Bruno Mars. <laughs> I don't think I've ever listened to that album. Like actually before. good. Really? Like I considered buying it. Like, cause it, wow. like, but like, and like for me buying an album, like before on iTunes, mm -hmm. it, you had to like every single oh, yeah. song. So it, you have to be like, do the amount of songs that I like outweigh like the price of the album mm -hmm. um and it was close and then the other one is love strong by christina perry that was another oh you do look yeah i remember that and then whatever by hot shell ray oh my god <laughs> okay i listened to that album actually recently too oh and then also um animal by kesha mm. oh, oh i have another one i have another one <laughs> okay. um the monster by or monster by lady gaga Oh, album? yeah. I love Is Lady it a fame monster or no? I think it is fame monster. Okay. Yeah. I, I saw my favorite album actually since I can't remember the title of it. <laughs> no, it's, you're not really a title or a lyrics person. Yeah. Um. Okay. Should we discuss some of these? Because we have a few overlapping. Yeah. Okay. Let's discuss. Okay. Yes. 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 Okay. I think we should talk about Lord Melodrama first. I think so too. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. I, well, you said you were surprised that it was on my list. Why are you surprised? I don't know. Well, the thing is, I actually forgot about it, which is weird because I think every day, when is Lord coming out with her next album? Yeah. But then I forget about Mel. Like, I think I, I just, I haven't listened to it in a long time. I think I just, I need to. Me too. But it was like, but when it, it came was... out, we were obsessed. Yeah, we were obsessed. And like, it's still, if you go back and listen to it, like, I don't think there are, I'm like trying to remember, I don't think there's a skip. They're all so There's no good. skips. There's no skips. It's also one of my favorites. It has good dance music. Oh yeah. The Louvre and Super The Louvre, Supercuts, also Perfect Places. Yes. Also, also just like, Greenlight. I used to Greenlight. know Greenlight and then it like, it, it turned on me and I love it. Yeah. Also, um, Rider in the Dark. So like that. That was actually, I used to listen to that um, on my way to work that summer because it came out the summer before senior year. Mm -hmm. And that was when I was working like that entire summer. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And I would like, yeah, the amount of heartbreak. Also melodrama, she wrote with Jack Antonoff. Oh yeah. Jack Antonoff writes like the greatest music. Jack Antonoff is in love with Lord. Oh, for sure. <laughs> Like they're getting married, we've decided, but and I will be crushing that wedding. They would get married in New York, I feel like, so yeah, I agree. Um, okay. Um, 
So that's melodrama. That's on both of ours. What else was on both? Oh, we should talk about Atlas Year One. Yeah, because that's like it was honestly another bonding experience for the both mm-hmm. of us. Because we talked okay. about how Mercury was, but yeah. Well, okay, so, like, the story was, I don't even remember how I found out about Sleeping at Last, but I found out about them at the Probably beginning. No, it was before. I didn't even know that he did covers of, of oh. it on Grace. Like, it made me, like, I literally don't know. I don't remember how I found him, but I found Atlas Year One. Like, maybe it was on my Discover Weekly or something, but it was during sophomore, it was, like, fall of sophomore year, so it was 2015, and I started listening. Or it was mm-hmm. even before then, because I had to have told you about it. Um... But yeah, I mean, like, that album, like, so it starts off with, like, all of, like, the planets, and then it goes into, like, Atlantic, South, East, Mm -hmm. North, and they're, like, instrumentals, some of Mm -hmm. them, maybe some of them aren't, and, like, it just, it's such a Lots of strings. Yeah, lots of strings, and it's just, it's the perfect thing to kind of, like, just study to, but also just, like, like, it's very calming, it's very calming and also like if you're it's good sad music like if you're sad sometimes I'll listen to it if I'm like crying yeah it's a good one but my fate my favorites from it are sun sun is my all-time favorite mercury um sun mercury and saturn for me I think are my favorites just Um, in sun we may fall in love Every time we open up our eyes, oh, it's like it so like, beautiful. That like I literally like I couldn't even tell you like yeah, which is which. It is one those that are from that because they they all sound kind of so similar. It like, definitely like bleeds like, light and uneven odds. Mm-hmm. I think oh, are uneven like, odds my two faves, um, and then Earth, oh. and honestly atlantic instrumental mm-hmm. there's like a part where it's kind of like the bridge quote yeah i kind of think where it kind of like goes like it like changes there's like a shift mm-hmm. and like that like is so it's life-changing it's life changing. It, it's really good no sleeping at last is like he just his lyrics are so good and like honestly though, like, like none of his other new stuff has ever hit for me in comparison to like the, Eni- the enneagram one. album really hits for me the Enneagram album was a work my Enneagram. Just because I didn't, he like released those as like singles and stuff. Yes. So like I didn't realize it was like an Enneagram thing until he put it all together. And like, just like the, the writing. Yes. So intentional. Like, it's, it's, yeah, so intentional. It's, it's so good. It's like, beautiful. It's so good. I'm an Enneagram one, as we've discussed. And there's a lyric in Enneagram one that's like, I forget the exact lyric, but it's something about like, I try my whole life to realize that grace requires nothing of me. Whoa. Yeah. That hit me hard. Yeah. It's, I just think it's so beautiful. Yeah. I remember, I mean, when I was doing like mind maps and, Mm -hmm. um, yes, yes. I listened to this for, I think the first mind map, the second mind map, I listened to wild child, actually the other Mm -hmm. album that's on here. But yeah. Yeah. No, Sleeping at Last was like a hallmark of my sophomore year, but also just my entire life since sophomore year. Yeah. Yeah. Like in it's just school. always a like constant. all of high school. It never gets uh-huh. old. It's it's also my favorite like journaling music. I would listen to it on the plane a lot. I don't mm-hmm. know why. But no, it was I've like it was too. like a plane album for me. Yeah. 
Um, okay, and then we had some overlap with Taylor's albums. I mean, we have discussed those a lot, but it, it would be rude not to discuss again. So I think Folklore yeah. is the one, which, what Taylor did you have? Folklore and Speak Now? I have Folklore and Speak Now for my all time. Yeah, I mean, Folklore- now folklore is just like uh, to me it's it's my favorite album of hers just because mm -hmm. i feel like it really like it's i think the most are connected with me on like an emotional level mm -hmm. like the most like like it lined up perfectly but speak now is like the most nostalgic and like album to me in terms of like childhood like one of hers but mm -hmm. like well fo folklore to me was like it's it's my third favorite Taylor album and it's mm -hmm. like for me it was like when she I don't know it's like the way that it came about like she mm -hmm. had nothing since lover and then all of a sudden she just dropped this on us and it was like a new era of like her ability to storytell like a new era of lyricism like I just think it's an incredible album and like although like evermore and reputation top it for me but I I love folklore a lot and like there's really I don't know there's like one or two skips on folklore I would say but honestly none like I, I listen to it as a whole work of art for the most part wait seven and mad woman no yeah like mad woman, oh, mad woman and like if I was I don't skip no um what's the other one okay on it like exile I'll skip mirror no mirror ball sometimes even though I love really it. yeah it's because like Dang. I don't know after my tears I well I just uh. like, I, I don't the thing is though I don't skip is like the thing you know like I just listen to it as a whole uh -huh. so I don't really skip but if I was going to I would skip those if I was um, would skip then, I would skip that for sure <laughs> okay evermore though is my favorite of all time because like I mean I've explained this a million times but like I just think that Evermore is like the greatest album ever created like the songs on Evermore are so it's just again like the level of lyricism like the ability to storytell like the way that the songs sound like I can't I, I'll never get over it I listen to it the deluxe version specifically because we have to include right where you left, where you left me, me. I mean, and it's time to go but specifically right where you left me I, I like it's time song. to go better than but, right where you left me and I'll die on that hill like and call like, like how can I end this call without ruining the episode <laughs> I just don't understand but anyway but yeah evermore is that reputation though is my second favorite because I've, I've said it before and I'll say it again reputation is an incredible an incredible story front to back of a time in Taylor's life when she was at her darkest, worst moment, her reputation was being tarnished by the media, and yet she found light in the love of her life. Like, I, it's so beautiful. It's so beautiful. The lyrics are insane. It's also like the most fun album to dance to ever. Like, it's just like, it's the perfect mix of like incredible lyrics and like very fun. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was just, are there any on your list that you would like, like to speak on further or explain why? Um, actually, I feel like I have to explain actually kind of a lot of them. <laughs> okay, go for it. Okay, so Ed Sheeran is, I mean, just in terms of, it's kind of like with Grey's Anatomy where it's like my favorite show just because of longevity. Ed Sheeran, he was like, I just listen, like every time he comes out with a new album, I'll listen to it and I love it. It's just, I'm not like upset, like, 
obsessed with him, I would say, but I mean, I love all of his music and I think he's an incredible performer and a songwriter. And Multiply, I think, since it was more of an acoustic album, that's also why I go back to it a lot in terms of like, if I just want to listen to it, because plus it has like, the gas has like Small Bump or this and or Kiss Me. And it has, so it has like some like slower ones, but it's kind of a little bit more like, it's kind of just like, just like kind of like fast talking singing type. Mm-hmm. Whereas I like him, he's like acoustic. And the Multiply concert was just so good. Like it was so good. I went to all, I've gone to all three concerts actually. The Plus, wow. Multiply, and Divide concerts, which I'm like, wow. Wow. Divide is actually one of, one of two concerts I've ever been to in my life. I went to see Divide. Yeah, I forgot we were both there. But not together. Yeah, we weren't How weird is that? That is weird. That is weird. It was really good. I wasn't even that big of an Ed Sheeran fan, but I loved Divide. And I got like invited. Like I didn't choose to go, but like it was real. I'm glad I went. It was really good. Yeah. Lauren was in like a box and or like a box office. Like what's it called? Box? A box? I don't know. Or were you in seats? I can't remember. I thought you were in the box. No, Reagan's dad like knew people who had a box. So we like went in the box. Oh, okay. Yeah. You were in a box. Shout out to Reagan. Um, yep. you were in a box and I was in GA. I was standing. I got, I remember I, me and like some people, we got there. I feel like literally like we got there at like 8am and we were waiting. And then mm-hmm. so we were, we were like kind of close, but yeah, that was an experience. But I like, throw of it all is on there. Cause every winter time I listen to that album, like without fail, ever since it's come out, I listened to that album. I don't know why it's a great winter album. It's Sam Smith, by the way. Oh yeah, by Sam Smith. I don't listen to them often. Like any of their any of other songs by them, I don't listen to. But mm-hmm. relevant all, that album, I listen to it specifically. Like Burning, One Last Time, like songs like like it just hits. And then Nation of Two is kind of a similar like winter um thing where it's just like the acoustics are so good. Nation of Two should have been on my honorable mentions. I love Nation of Two. Yeah, it's really good. Especially, um, uh, I'm with you. I'm with you. I think of, honestly, like, lay, like, call me when you need me. That was mm-hmm. Yeah, that song. Like, it's just like an intro, like, oh, it's really so good. good. Also, like, like, like gold. Like gold. It's actually my least favorite song. I though. love like gold. Remember how we were like gold when you see me? Yeah, I don't like that. I don't know why. I love it. You just did a really good rendition of it. That like really made me think of it. Thank you. I am an artist. You are a singer. Um, and then, okay, Fools by Wild Child. They're not really that known, but they're one of my favorite artists just because I love their albums. And I actually learned about them because their song Meadow from this album was in Jane the Virgin. Mm-hmm. And then, um, so then their song Reno, also from this album, was my top listen to song of 2016. Wow. Um, I never heard but- of them. Yeah, I just, I like them a lot. It's like this guy and girl duo. And then I just really like them. They're kind of, it's like, I would say like folksy, folksy acoustic. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just, but Fool specifically has like a beat to like the back of their songs. So yeah, it's good. And then American English by Tor Miller was also in the year of 2016, another album. And okay, the other thing is, so Tor Miller, he's just kind of like, he's kind of like on levels of, Maggie Rogers, but kind of like guy version okay. um, um, of like artist artistry or whatever. Yeah. But 
he has a song called Washington Square Park, and I like didn't know oh. about Washington Square Park before, but now and it's like a sad song. Oh, it's like a breakup, like talking, like I'll like see you in Washington Square Park or something, and mm-hmm. it's like an ex love. I feel like, and when now when I listen to that and I'm literally in Washington Square Park, it's just it's a wow. different experience. It's a different experience. That's, That's why I like had to put on here, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that it? Yeah, I think so. What about okay. you? Okay. Um, okay, Native by One Republic. I probably until like college, I used to say that was my favorite album of all time. I <laughs> think that that album is so good. Like, well, I just, I love Ryan Tedder. Like, I just think that Ryan He's Tedder- He's also another producer that's underrated. A true genius. I mean, he's not underrated. He produces I mean, I everything. he's underrated. Really? I feel like well, everyone- I feel like, I don't know. Well, he's a big name, but I don't know. I feel like- like me. I mean, he produces great songs, and I yeah. n- native specifically like One Republic's albums. Like, I like songs from some of them. I can't say no. I always listen to their full album. Like, I'm not like a huge like I really like One Republic, but I'm not like when their album mm-hmm. drops, I don't like go and listen to it every time. Mm-hmm. But native specifically, I just think that every single song is incredible. Like, there's no skips on that album. It's so good, and it always just like brings me back to like a time in my life that I can't really like. It's like eighth grade, right? Yeah, it was like eighth grade and like that wasn't necessarily the happiest time of my life but it just like is very specific to that moment and I listened to it a lot throughout high school because it was they were one of the few that album was like in high school I really didn't listen to a lot of non-worship music I would say like yeah. there were select albums and that was one of the select non-worship albums that I listened to and so it's yeah. just like stands out in my mind for that reason actually I remember um on Halloween in eighth grade you and me, it was like the end of the night. We were tagging back. And this is when we weren't even that close yet, but we talked yeah. about counting stars. Yeah. Yeah. So good. Um, also, I think Burning Bridges might be my favorite. I don't know, though. But yeah, it's one of my faves. Um, okay. Then Run Wild, Live Free, Love Strong by Freaking and Country. <laughs> this I is know, album, that's like your fave. Yeah. This is an album that like, came out my freshman year and was actually probably one of three things that I listened to my freshman year. Like I listened to high school so much, no, specifically freshman year, but then like throughout high school, I listened to it a lot still. Yeah. And freshman I, year of high school though. Not yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Sorry. Freshman year of high school. And I still listen to it. Probably. I, I listen to like, I'll get in a phase of like remembering it and then I'll listen to it a lot. And then like, I won't listen to it for a while. It's like one of those, but it's just like truly one of the most, I don't know. Like, so if you know, like, if you know about, like, Christian music, like, there's, like, contemporary Christian music, and then there's, like, worship music, which usually I'm more on, like, the worship music side, um, because, like, the contemporary Christian is, like, the radio Christian music, where it's just very, like, simple, and, like, not really, I don't know, like, the songs aren't that great, that's, like, what I grew up listening to, like, when I was young, young, like, that's what my mom would play in the car, and it was, like, fun when I was young, but, like, it's just very, like, simple, and not that good, but King and Country is, like, they they're contemporary Christian I would say but their lyrics are just so good so uplifting like just make me feel so happy and like are just so encouraging and the songs are just like they use like a lot of like big drums if that makes sense and like it makes the song I build think that we're realizing that drums is like very impactful on how we're feeling about the song it is because it helps the song build like so well yeah Anyways, that album, I just love. I think that's their best album by far, and I'm obsessed with it. Specifically, Steady, and also, Oh God, Forgive Us. So good. 
Okay, I don't know why study made me, in my mind, I just immediately thought of unsteady by um, ex-ambassadors for the Me Before You movie. Yeah. Um, okay, <laughs> then I have, then I have Live at Red Rocks Volume 1, United Pursuit. This one's a little bit more of a recent one in my life, like college years for sure I got into United Pursuit. Um, this has, it's like their live version and it's only six songs, but it's like, I'm pretty sure it's. I think they're all from Simple Gospel, the album, I want to say, but some might not be. I don't know for sure, but it's like a live set and live worship music is the best worship music. Like most worship albums are live or the best ones are, I would say. Yeah. And I just, yeah, United really Pursuit. Feel. You can feel yeah. it. Yeah. And it I just think. in your soul. You really feel Jesus. Like United Pursuit is, they might be my favorite. I don't know. Hillsong Worship is like a close rival, but United Pursuit is like definitely up there for my favorite worship like band of all time and they're just so like they're like the sound of it is very like some worship music really builds and you get like really into it in that way they're just so chill but their lyrics are so meaningful and very like I don't know I think the songwriting is like the most impactful for me for them which as a lyrics person it's very important um specifically on that album the live version of met by love is my favorite Okay, then I have 1989 by Taylor Swift. I'm not even gonna explain that one because it's just an iconic pop album and I'm <laughs> obsessed. Awake by Hillsong Worship, I won't really explain because it's just one of my favorite worship albums. Bright as the Sun, I think is my favorite. Um, I did Native, Melodrama, The Greatest Showman. Wait, Bright as the Sun? Is that what it's called? Bright as the Sun. You know what that makes me think of? It makes me think of um, Kobe Kaye because she has a song Brighter than the sun. I think it's Calais, not Kaye. <laughs> Caillou. Caillou. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, if I was with Kaye, that would be Spanish. <laughs> oh, this is on. No. Oh, that's how. You, know you know who will remember this? Reggie Re- will remember this. She's going to laugh right now. That song <laughs> brings me back to when I was on, I think it was Shay, was our coach at the time, on Defeaters. And there was this girl who I don't want to name because I don't want to just slander people, but like <laughs> this one girl, she was blonde. She was like a little bit obsessed with me, like for some reason, like she wanted to like be my, like she wanted to, huh? It's not someone that, it's not even someone you would know. It's just someone. Oh, else. okay. Oh, wait, <laughs> no, you need to t- type me in the chat their name. Okay, I will. So anyway, but she, she like, she would like want to be like my partner, like on all the drills and everything. And I just like, would get really annoyed with her and she would we like I sounds like, like me and you yeah I would be like singing that song and then she would sing it with me and then like one day I got so annoyed so like, I just like it brings me back to like a dark time in my life <laughs> anyways um because so what happened were you like stop singing with me like I think I actually did snap like I was so annoyed <laughs> And then the Coldplay album, I explained that just like my dad loved Coldplay when I was younger. And so we'd always listen to it. I actually to love the song Viva La Vida. Yeah. But also like Strawberry Swing, iconic. Okay. Um, when you say swing, that makes me think of, <laughs> I told you about this audio before the stick to party. It's like, oh girl. Let me see your hips swing. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Okay, then I have Cleopatra by the Lumineers as my last one. And 
I mean, I love the Lumineers. I think that they are great. And I, this was one of, I, well, okay. I had drove a 2004 Volvo in high school that didn't have a radio that worked. So I had to buy iconic, the iconic Volvo. Yeah. I'm obsessed with the Volvo. It's gone now, sadly, RIP to the Volvo, but I had to buy CDs as a high school student, which really, I think explains a lot, but one of my yeah. CDs was, was um, Cleopatra by the Lumineers and I would listen to it all the time. And it's just great chill music. And also I love the I lyrics. actually listened to that album recently. Yeah, like Gale song is, yeah, Gale song's my fave. No, the one, it was Sleeping on the Floor. Yeah. Yeah, that one's Very a good thing. And that is, that's all for those. The honorable mentions, I feel like I already explained. So I think we can move on to current. This has been going okay. on for so long. If anyone's still listening, shout out to you. Yeah, honestly, shout out. Okay, okay, okay. Actually, I'm kind of excited about my current. Okay, I'm excited. This is exciting. I want you to go first, and then I have explaining to do. Okay, so current, Sing to Me Instead by Ben Platt. Okay. 21 by Adele. That was, like, especially recently. Okay. Blonde by Frank Ocean. Oh, interesting. Folklore, um, Evermore, and Reputation by Taylor Swift. Mm -hmm. How Do You Love by The Regrets. Nothing Happens by Wallows. Punisher by Phoebe Bridgers. Bleacher, um, Gone Now by Bleachers. Again, Jack Antonoff. And then my two honorable mentions are <laughs> I Heard It in the Past Life by Maggie Rogers and then <laughs> Tickets to My Downfall by Machine Gun Kelly. <laughs> no, it's so good. Because I listened to that like for a solid like month, like two months in the summer. Yeah, you loved it. Again, the disclaimer is that we, we included songs from the past like eight months to even a year because they're songs that like are just more recent but maybe wouldn't make our yeah I mean the ones that would be like right now for me Mm -hmm. are probably just sing to me instead and 21 and probably like folklore Mm -hmm. like those are like probably the ones those are like the three that I've that I like really listened to like multiple times like most recently within the last like one one month Mm -hmm. okay I like that list yeah okay Mine for this, I did not rank. So this is in no order at all. Okay, I want to really make that clear because Taylor Swift is not at the top and clearly Evermore is number one for my current. But, um... I'm scared. I, I, why? <laughs> I okay, <laughs> here's my disclaimer. As I said at the beginning, my music taste recently has evolved, okay? Oh, actually, oh, I know. I it's also evolved. don't include any EPs, just by the way. To the oh, mine is not... Well, I have a couple EPs on here. Basically, it's evolved to just include, I'm now obsessed with Jeremy Zucker and Chelsea Cutler, as, as I've said yeah. many a time. So I've just really been diving into all of their albums. Those are the musics that, are the artists, musics, the artists that um, Karsten has ex, um, exposed more to, by the way. In case, yeah, I don't and it's like, it's really my favorite thing. Spe- like, specifically, Chelsea Cutler has become, like, literally one of my favorite humans. Like, she's second to Sailor Swift at this point. I like, Which is insane to me. Wait, Faded yeah, Humans are favorite human artists. Hmm? Favorite humans, period, or favorite? Oh, no, no, no. I mean, I mean artists. I mean artists. No, I mean of, like, celebrities. Because, like, Kate oh, No, like, I, I don't, I haven't thought about like it artists. in that context. Just artists. Oh, okay, okay. Like, especially at the moment. I just love her. Like, I've been listening to, okay, How to Be Human is one of mine. That's, like, her album that she released last year. It's so good. Like, I'm so obsessed. I listen to it all the time. Like, it has I was in heaven, NJ, I miss you, crazier things, 
new recording 28 lions like it's insane it's an insane literally could album. not tell you any of those i know and i need you to listen to it because it's so good specifically oh, also, i was in heaven the fact that it's called how to be human just reminds me of marina like marina and the diamonds because she has an album called human and then like how to be a heartbreaker so it's just like it's like oh. so much overlap okay but specifically i was in heaven is like it's gonna make my top songs of all time like I am obsessed I think it's so heartbreaking yet beautiful like it's insane it's insane lyrically yeah. and also the way it sounds also the okay my only like qualm qual I always struggle qualm, qualm with the album qualm. is I think it's it doesn't say deluxe version on it but I'm pretty sure this is the deluxe version because it includes at the end uh you were good to me which is on Brent yeah and the problem that I have with that is when I'm listening to it front to back it goes from crazier things than into you were good to me so then I'm like oh now I'm like in a Brent mindset but then like it go then it'll like restart at the top goes back to sad tonight and then like then I'm like well I'm thrown off like I just don't like that you were good to me is included in my album experience for that but I'll take it because I love you were good to me okay yeah. so that's how to be human I'm obsessed and I love Chelsea Cutler <laughs> then I have also, wait, 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 disclaimer, it's not actually, it's not actually, Maureen doesn't have an album called Human, I just need to clarify that, it's the song To Be Human, that's what makes me think of it. Okay. I had to clarify. That, is, that is similar, and I can understand, I can understand. Um, okay, then I have Brent and Brent 2, which are by both Jeremy Zucker and Chelsea Cutler. Yeah, and, of course. I mean, I've talked about these, and I just am obsessed, like, Brent 2 specifically is, like, I think going to be on my favorite albums of all time. Like I think all that's five just songs. insane to me. I know. It's, the, this the thing about my current albums is it's like, if you know me, then you're kind of like this is weird. Like you just wouldn't expect me to like it. I feel you know what I mean. Yeah. It's like very outside of things that I usually listen to. But it's yeah. like the two of them. I don't know. Like as I'm a lyrics person, like their lyrics are so good. Like they're just so intentional and like just so oh, yeah. beautiful. I think the intention and drums, therefore, are yes. favorites. Also, like, like on How to Be Human, especially. Also, okay, my other album, I'm just going to talk about them collectively. Love is Not Dying yeah. is my other. That one, that one is Jeremy Zucker's album. Like, it's the rawness of emotion. Like, they, they just, like, are so honest. Like, the lyrics are so just, they're just so honest. Like, I'm just obsessed. I love them so much. Also... The albums are like albums that are very like thoughtfully put together. Like especially Love Is Not Dying. Like mm -hmm. the songs transition so so beautifully. Like the way that Full Stop, which is my favorite on Love Is Not Dying, Full Stop into Julia into Hell or Flying. Julia. Insane. <laughs> insane. It's insane. Like I'm just obsessed. Also, I need to shout out Lake House. It's like it's become one of my favorites. Like on Love Is Not Dying. I think anyway. the thing is, I don't think I fully understood until like this moment actually how much you've been listening to these. Oh, it's it's literally all like when I'm not listening to Taylor Swift, I'm listening to one of those four albums. Which is actually insane to me because I don't think I realized that. And it's been like this for what, like months? I tell you all the time, so I don't know how you didn't realize. I don't think it sunk in actually. Yeah. I've been I've been also diving into their other stuff. I have an honorable mention for Sleeping With Roses 2 by Chelsea because yeah. specifically AF1's Into the 310 Bowery like interlude. I'm like, I'm obsessed. Have you listened to Alexander 23 yet? Um, I listened to his most recent EP a couple times because Kirsten told me to, but 
I, I like it a lot. It's like, I'm not as obsessed Same as level, like yeah. these other ones. Yeah, but I, I do like yeah. them a lot. Um, okay, so that's that's my spiel on them. I'm obsessed and they're like my new, my new faves besides Taylor. Then I have, okay, I have Evermore and Folklore, which I already talked about. Those are in my current. I have, I also included, um, did I include, oh yeah, I included Red by Taylor Swift because I'm really going through a Red moment at like currently. Mm-hmm. So I'm just really... Mm-hmm loving red as an album also i mean red includes all too well which is my favorite taylor song of all time so it just needed to be included somewhere then i have Uh, out of body by need to breathe that's their most recent album and i don't currently listen to it a ton but i really liked it like probably five like four or five months ago i was really into it so yeah i included that on here same thing with let the ground rest by chris renzema i really love chris renzema and that album was really good that's also like a more worship album um and then Sunday Drive by Brett Eldridge is a country album, which Beatrice hates country, but another I, difference between us. The thing about I, I don't usually I'm not really like a country album person. Like if I want to listen to country music, I'll usually listen to like a country playlist. And I don't I'm the kind of person where I, I really like country music a lot. And if someone's playing it, I'm like happy to listen to it. I don't mm-hmm. necessarily go seek it out seek out country music like I don't really choose to listen to it on my own that often at this point mm-hmm. in my life I would say yeah um and then unless you include like speak now fearless Taylor's debut because yeah. those could be considered country and I do listen to those all the time I don't really country. consider them country I kind of consider it its own genre yeah, it's just Taylor Taylor has her own genre yeah then I have love secrets by John Mark Pantana that's like that was like my worship album of the year last year. I used to, I listened to it all the time, like while studying. It's a really good study album and I love that one. It's also just very like chill worship music and I really like the lyrics a lot. And then I have Calm by Five Seconds of Summer. Oh last my year, gosh. Shoot, actually, I probably should have put them up for the last year because I listened to them too, but not as much as you. Last year, Calm was my most played album, question mark? Was it? No, Folklore. No, folklore was, but Calm was second. And Calm... Calm, oh, like my, a, wait let me see which what mine were red desert the track one red, red desert Kila blues i i didn't really know about five seconds of summer at all before last year but they dropped calm in the month of march and i became it's obsessed perfect timing. it's all i listen to i think it's so good i don't really listen to it at all anymore so i don't think it'll like, it's definitely not my, one of my, like, it won't make my all time, but for the last year and kind of like a more current mention, I really love that album. I thought mm-hmm. it was so good. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, my honorable mentions, one I already mentioned was Sleeping With Roses 2 by Chelsea Cutler. My other honorable mention, because just like very currently, like the last couple of weeks, I've been listening to it a lot because of Karsten, is Change of Scenery 2 by Quint 92. I, like the first time I listened to it, I wasn't obsessed like I liked like two or three songs honestly and then I was kind of like I'm not gonna listen to it anymore because like I didn't like it enough as an album I thought and then I just listened to it more like in full and now I really like most of the songs like that actually I like all except for there's one skip for me (laughs) my only skip is Mexico City I'm like not really obsessed but (laughs) the rest I love like specifically um I need to shout out the songs I like wait say something for also um I just realized Spotify, the Spotify rap didn't tell us our top albums this year. Oh, that's upsetting. Are you sure? Yeah, I just looked at my screenshots. I don't think it did. Oh, okay. Also, I'll say something. Uh, when you mentioned All Too Well, guys, the other day when we were watching the Bachelor finale, which we're not recapping today, but if you want our thoughts, um, you can DM us um, weekly plug at Apple Cider Girls on Instagram. 
<laughs> um, um, oh, we were talking about Rachel and then Lauren said she might be okay, but she's um, not fine at all. And I said, to continue the lyric, she wishes she could wake up with amnesia because I had um, concluded that she was talking about the song Amnesia by Five Seconds of Summer, when in reality, she was talking about our favorite song, All Too Well, which I mean- It's disappointing. It's disappointing, it's disappointing. but not surprising. Yes, exactly. Like, like the laugh that I had, like, cause it's our favorite song to listen to together and also just like our favorite song. Mm-hmm. So the fact that I mistook the lyric for Amnesia, which, okay, shout out to Amnesia though, because that song moved me as an eighth grader. I'm glad. So, I mean, the impact. Truly. Wow. Um, Okay, I found my favorites on uh, Change of Scenery too. It's Distracted Youth, SOS, Stay Next to Me, and Look How Far We've Come. Those are my faves. But I really do like all of them except for Mexico City. I just think it's like a really, it's very dancey. Like I've been having a lot of fun dancing to it. Also the lyrics are like, like a lot of the songs aren't necessarily like my normal vibe of song, like melodically, Mm -hmm. but the lyrics are all really good and like very interesting. Like they're just not all like love songs like he just like talks about other things which I appreciate you know yeah I and anyway I've been really liking it at the moment like another one that probably like I won't like forever but I'm really enjoying at the moment yeah no it's been the current yeah those are my um (laughs) those are our lists yeah oh do you want to should we do you have any like you want to talk about any of your current ones or we kind of did yeah I didn't do mine Okay, sorry. Yours. sorry, sorry. <laughs> I got very excited. I, was like, I did. Oh. I just, I like, I had to talk about, well, because the problem is some of them, like, they didn't go together, but it's like yeah. the same artist. So I had to, like, explain, you know, my Yeah, journey. no, no, I understand. I was just like, okay. <laughs> um, okay, so, uh, okay. How am I going to talk about this? Okay, so I'll talk about first folklore of more reputation. Obviously, reputation or evermore is in the current because while it's not my all-time fave that was like a big december album for me so yes and which is now we're in march so that kind of feels like a long time ago and even like stuff that was in september i don't even know like reputation my love for that grew as i mentioned before purely because of lauren and so especially around september is when i gained an appreciation for it so that's why it's part of here i listen to it probably in full multiple times a day um really yeah that I, Beatrice I've actually like never I think I, I think I just lied I think I literally just, yeah there's no way I, no I started it from um delicate okay and then I did it well no, no no I did it no I would do okay I don't know okay no I would do ready for it and then don't blame me and then I would go to delicate through that the list no, I'd start with Getaway Car. King of my that, heart. No, you didn't start with Getaway Car. Getaway Car is track nine. Oh yeah, no, I didn't. Okay, well, I don't know. Tell me what the okay, word is. It's fine. It's, you, it's I'm like, just happy that anyway, you're reputation. I mean, this was months ago. I haven't done it in a while. Oh, oh, okay. I thought you meant currently. Oh no, I mean, cur- it's in my current list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, no, I, no, understand. No. I understand. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Anyway, um, Twenty One by Adele. That was all of February, I probably listened to that album. I had a playlist called um, Sad Singing Studying, and it was all 21, all of Atlas Year One by Sleeping At Last, and 
funeral by Phoebe Bridgers. So I would listen to that just on repeat. Oh, and then plus all I ask, Love in the Dark and another tw 25 song. But um, yeah, so 21. You know what's, sorry, but, I'm going to interrupt you for one second. You know, what's actually a little bit sad, not sad, but it made Beatrice sad. I think the other day Beatrice made like said something about like I miss you and Beatrice and I just whenever like we hear like we say something that is a lyric like we'll sing the song like you've heard yeah. us do that on the pod probably but yeah. she said someone said I miss you and then I started to sing I miss you by Chelsea Cutler while she started to sing I miss you by Adele and it was heartbreaking for her yeah that just because 25 by Adele was very big for both of us and I know here, it was you me and Reagan we all three listened to that I know. and now that I know, uh, but I, but I miss you by is... Chelsea Cutler. The second pre-chorus, like when it starts to build, it's insane. Oh, okay. Anyway, so <laughs> since you said Ben Platt was my second list, most listened to artist of 2020. That is so insane. interesting. I feel like it's... I would love Ben Platt and I haven't ventured out to listen to him. Because I love ben Platt, ben Platt as a person because his friendship with Beanie Feldstein is probably one of my favorite things in Hollywood. I love both of them. They, I listen, I love both of their like, like individual interviews on Armchair Expert with Dak Shepard. Mm -hmm. um, but that album is just really good. Like from start to finish, the deluxe version is specifically because, well, it has like live songs included of like four of the songs, but then it also has Rain, which I love that song. It's like just such a good dance song. Mm -hmm. So that's on there. And then Blonde by Frank Ocean. I got into that last summer. Okay, so last summer I was listening to Blonde, How Do You Love and Nothing, How Do You Love by The Regrets and Nothing Happens by Wallows. Like those were just like good. Blonde was like feels moment, like just singing. But then How Do You Love and Nothing Happens is kind of like a modern rock type, which the lead singer of The Regrets, Lydia Knight, is dating um, Dylan Minnette, the lead singer oh, of Wallows. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So their vibes are kind of similar. And then Punisher by Phoebe Bridger is just like, I still listen to like four songs on there still. Um, mm -hmm. And then God, okay, God Now My Bleachers is an underrated album because as a whole, that album is really good. Just like as Jack Antonoff is, mm -hmm. but it's just, I feel like it takes you through a story. Just also like, I love it when like the, the first song of an album and the last segment of an album are like kind of they like complete it like it's yes. like a full circle moment and I feel like God now really has that so it's really nice mm -hmm. yeah I believe this is one like you would think I would love because I'm obsessed with Jack Antonoff but I it's a different sound it. you know what it is the song closure by Evermore which is not your fave yeah it is very similar like it has a big which mm -hmm. is funny because you told me Jack Antonoff wasn't even a producer. He didn't even produce song. that one. It's, yeah. It has like a Bleacher's feel to it. Just kind yeah. of like the little like track noise. It's chaotic. It's so chaotic. Yeah. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah, no, that <laughs> reminds me of something time. very, it reminds me of something from Strange Desire, his first album actually. Yeah. But heard it in a past life. It came out our freshman year of college and I listened to it for like a good month. And then I just, I just go back to every now and then I was kind of in, kind of in a mood for it like in mm -hmm. the last like every now and again and like I said tickets to my downfall I mean I never ugh. okay actually you know the reason why I think I listen to it more than you because I listened to music kind of like that when I was in middle school like yeah, that's no, kind of like punk definitely rock. more it made a lot of sense to me it's like punk rock is like not my for it's not yeah. for me. I'm just more like acoustic chill 
Well, like, honestly, what ruined it like, for I like me, pop, but I don't know how to yeah. explain the movie taste, actually. The, what ruined it for me was honestly the movie, the Zhao yeah. Falls High movie, because tell me, like, why would you choose Lil Huddy, Chase oh. Hudson, to be the main actor? In you know what I think it is? I'm pretty sure he signed to MGK's record label I saw. Like, or the same one he's on. Which I don't know why. Like, I literally don't know what talent he has. Like, can someone tell I me that? Like, no. in the movie, okay, and also I was watching an interview with Machine and Kelly and Sydney Sweeney, who played the girl lead. Mm-hmm. Like, the line where, when Sydney Sweeney goes, what do you want to be when you grow up? And he goes, dead. That was improv by yeah. Lil Huddy. And then... Machine Gun Kelly was literally like, that's amazing. Like, that's gold. I'm like, yeah. that's been so cringe. It's bad. Like, Machine Gun Kelly, I love him as a celebrity. His music is like, well, it's like fun. Like, what's the one that, what's that one, the main one? Bloody Valentine. That Bloody one's like Valentine. fun. Like, it was. it's like a funny one, but it's also just like not, his music is not like my normal music taste, so. Yeah, I also like I'm not branching fans. out. I'm not branching out that far. Yeah. Yeah, not that far. But also the um the interlude with Megan. Mm. Yeah. It's which like I had no idea. It's a song that also just it was a mystery because I fully listened to the album and I still couldn't that that banyan tree, I could not have told you at like Lauren was like, Oh my god, it was so cute when she said this. And I was like, When did she say that? Yeah, Beatrice is like it's so interesting to me because she actually doesn't hear words. Yeah. It's very interesting, but. Yeah. Is that all? I think so. The fact, if, if, any, if y'all made it through this whole thing, like, you are a true friend and fan. Like, you're a true friend. We have been recording for so long. <laughs> no, like, I'm actually so beat. I feel like I need a nap. Yeah. But I, I enjoyed this. I, I love talking about stuff like this. Like, I love, like, remembering, yeah. like, my favorite music. It's like a walk down memory lane. Well, and, I mean, we, the thing is, it's like, we did have overlap. So, I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. It's also interesting to me to compare, for me at least, my current to my all-time. Because, like, my taste has really evolved. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, especially just currently. Yeah. Oh, I had a point I was going to make, but I'll... I'll what? What? No, no, no. I was just going to say, well, when I was, talk- when I was talking about Chelsea Cutler, I was going to say the reason oh, why yeah. How to Be Human also stood out for me so much. And the reason why I'm obsessed with it is because I had only known her from Brent and Brent 2. And those are very acoustic, like they're more acoustic. And so then I was just expecting her to just be very like acoustic only. But like, there's a lot of like oh, yeah. really fun like dance songs that are like are a little bit more not like electronic but like kind of like more like electronic yeah. pop, and they're like so fun. But then she also has like ones that are like super acoustic, like I was in heaven and like crazier things. So like, it's just like a beautiful mix, and I just like love her lyrics and I love her and I'm obsessed. So yeah, her and her girlfriend are cute. Yeah, they're really cute. So anyway that's where we're ending on that uh i, I hope everyone, you make it through yeah if you didn't i understand it was it yeah. was long but i hope everyone but, has a happy week we're having a happy week beatrice and i yeah i hope it continues into the next week yeah and we'll talk to everyone next week 
Yeah, we'll catch you on the next one. All right. All right. Shotguns. Goodbye. Bye.